Welcome to the Comic Sauce Podcast, where we talk comics and comics culture. I am Henry Liu, and today I'm joined by Rainier. Rainier, how's it going, man? Hey, Henry. It's been I'm, a little while. Yeah, I'm back. You're back. <laughs> we are like back. I, I feel like I haven't heard your podcast voice in forever. <laughs> yeah, we're back indeed, and uh, we're getting close to the end of the year, the end of... 2019 it's uh it's been a pretty wild and crazy year uh yeah today is december 18th and um you know what that means star wars that's right yeah we are a day away star wars episode nine drops tomorrow i am unprepared (laughs) i know you have your tickets yeah, I don't have tickets. I'm I'm going into this blind, man. Yeah, so you I, don't know when you're gonna see it. We don't even know if we have time to watch it this weekend. I think we're gonna we're gonna I think we're gonna play it by ear by day. If we can carve out some time, we're just gonna see if there's a showing. Just because with the rise of the oh wait, what was the last movie? <laughs> <laughs> the last Jedi. the last Jedi yeah. the last Jedi. Like we were expecting, okay, there's going to be lines. The theater we went to, there were like two people in line and we walked right in and I, I don't expect to have that same amount of luck, but that's still kind of in the back of my head. Yeah. Um, yeah. and they're going to be showing that movie everywhere. Oh, it's going to be everywhere. I think the only concern is if you're doing the reserve seating and you want to get those perfect seats or the, the seats that, uh, you're accustomed to, um, yeah, I'm but not, if you're I'm not, I'm not, I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. I mean, if, <laughs> if you're not super like strict with that, it's, it's not going to be hard to, to get into a screening yeah. at some point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you watch movies with your son, right? I have, okay. um, I won't be doing this with episode nine. I think the thing is, is I've gone to enough movies with my kids where I can care less where I sit. Yeah. That uh, I'm okay with it. Right, right. <laughs> as long as we're not in the front. That's that's the deal breaker. As long as yeah. we're not in the front row. Front can be rough. I mean, when you got kids, it, it's almost like you might not want to have perfectly centered seats. You might want to be closer to like an escape route to the bathroom or something. Yep, yep. I'm expecting to get up, chase my kids around, go to the bathroom, miss some <laughs> of the movie. That's the expectation. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A little more flexible these days with... With theater showings. Yeah, you kind of have to if you are bringing your kids. Uh, for me, f- I'm not going to be seeing episode nine with my son, at least his first time around. Um, oh, wait, is Kat going with you? Yeah, yeah. My okay. wife Kat is going with me. And we're actually not going until the second weekend of release. So I might be in the same boat as you where we might be, you know, keeping our our smartphones off for like a week <laughs> to avoid spoilers. Oh uh, yeah. You know? I mean, I've gone semi dark on social cause I'm already seeing like little headlines here and there. I was already, yeah. I already stumbled upon something where they say something is not in the movie. And I'm like, dude, that's a spoiler. What the fuck It is? Yeah. So at this point, the press has seen it. I think reviews are already out. Um, so yeah, it, we were officially in, in the danger zone, right? <laughs> the spoiler zone. <laughs> Yeah, so watch out. Be careful out there. Oh, isn't that a great name for like a website or something? The Spoiler Zone. Ooh, that's not bad. That's a good idea, let's, dude. Let's, let's copyright that now. <laughs> yes, indeed. Okay, so obviously 
we can't spoil the movie. We haven't seen it yet. It hasn't come out, come out yet. But we can sure as heck talk about our anticipation levels. Uh, I think this is a good topic because this is the ninth episode, right? There have been a lot of Star Wars movies that have come out. And um, I'm curious on your take as far as your anticipation level for this movie. What do you think, Rainier? <laughs> Where is my anticipation level? So when The Force Awakens came out, anticipation level was super high. Yeah. And I feel like that movie met my expectations mm-hmm. right off the bat. And then The Last Jedi comes out, and man, did that miss the mark for my expectations. Okay. So I think the high and the low there might have balanced my expectations, so it's neither high nor low. Yeah. If so that makes any sense. Right. I mean, you're in the middle there, right? I'm I'm in the middle. Yeah, medium. Uh, although Star Wars has been ever-present in our house since we had last visited Star Wars Land in, in Disneyland. Right. So Star Wars has been top of mind for the last couple months. Not to mention The Mandalorian has been oh, out. Oh, The Mandalorian. Right? Have you talked about that show already? Uh, we haven't talked about it oh, too dude. much. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement here. Yeah. That it's 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 awesome. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. There's no question. Now, I think it is in- interesting, like you mentioned, uh, the theme park component, and yes, Mandalorian, you know. Do, do the fact that these things exist kind of up the game, does it add to the excitement level? Um, for me, maybe not so much, because I think it's cool that Star Wars is doing different things than just the movies, you know? Um, But I've been feeling this way for a while with the movies where I'm just not that excited about seeing a new Star Wars movie. But Henry, you're you're saying that and had had not visited Star Wars land yet. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Wait until you get a load of Uh, that. Well, this is true. This is true. (laughs) Uh, But I've, I've been watching The Mandalorian. I'm completely... Well, almost completely caught up. There's a new episode that dropped today. Um, but, yeah, I'm almost completely caught up. And, yeah, with, with Rise of Skywalker, I'm just kind of like, eh, I'll watch it almost out of, like, obligation that, you know, it's something I have to see. But I'm not, like, genuinely super stoked to go see it, you know? Okay. So your expectation is on the lower end? I would say so. Okay. I would say so. Yeah, uh, I've seen the trailers. Which is interesting because you, you really liked The Last Jedi. I did. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. And, um, you know, more so than Force Awakens, which I did enjoy. Not immensely, but I did enjoy that. I think maybe I need to watch The Last Jedi again because <laughs> I'm still thinking about those pain points that just hit me as I was watching the movie. Yeah. And maybe that's what deterred me from wanting to watch it again is remembering those moments where I was just kind of wincing in my seat. So let's revisit. Like, what were those moments that you weren't too happy about? I mean, like that whole casino thing, which seems like it yeah. didn't have to be in that movie at all. Good point. Um, I agree. What else? What about... What else? Just the logistics of <laughs> that, that, that planet where that final confrontation happened. Oh, right, right. Where, yeah, uh, just, I mean, there's, there's super nitpicky things, but it's, it's kind of crazy how it hit me as I was watching the movie. 
yeah. usually those are things I would, you know, um, hate after I've after I've seen it and after I've thought about it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe overanalyzed it, <laughs> but I, I it's almost as if it, it caught me in real time. Oh, I gotcha. Okay, yeah, the nitpicky qualities that that can bug me too. I didn't have too much of a problem of, of uh, with what you mentioned. Now the big question though. And this is something a lot of hardcore Star Wars fans have brought up. They didn't like the fact that Ryan Johnson kind of took a big dump over the whole Skywalker legacy, right? His his message was more so anyone can be special, anyone can use the Force, anyone can be a Jedi, basically, right? And that goes... against a lot of what Star Wars has been, right? Star Wars has been this thing where being a Jedi, using the Force, it's more of a an exclusive kind of club, so, right? So wait, so is the is the consensus here that you have to be of Skywalker lineage to be able to manifest the Force and be a Jedi? I mean, no, I don't think like specifically that, but um, like this entire saga like all three trilogies are about the skywalkers right uh and episode eight the last jedi kind of took a big dump on that right yeah it was sort of like well guess what ray is just nobody and this little kid with a broom he can be special too anyone can be special right i mean i don't know man i i mean i i was never under the impression that it was only skywalkers that could harness the force I mean, Yoda is a clear indication of that, of that yes. unless for some weird reason he <laughs> has like Skywalker uh, DNA in uh, his genealogy. Yeah. Um, I, that was not my takeaway from The Last Jedi. I, I never thought that Ryan Johnson took a dump on, on that whole, if that is a consensus. Yeah, well, that's a good point. Yeah, maybe I should clarify. It's not that up to that point only Skywalkers could use the Force, but I think my point was at least with these haters myself not being one of them uh but their point is okay episodes one through seven basically is the story of the skywalkers right they're the focal point and uh with this latest trilogy uh the character of ray has kind of taken the front seat you know she's she's the the main character really yeah yeah and ryan johnson has framed it where oh guess what she's nobody she's not a skywalker i think that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way really oh man <laughs> what forums are you searching through <laughs> well yeah maybe well, well, let me know your thoughts because this is just kind of my my sense of it yeah you know, that's that, the, where i'm feeling the hate but what phew, do you think? i don't know yeah i don't know that's never really been a focal point of something that i've had distaste for okay because like even in lucas's original not original trilogy but the prequels you could argue that anakin was a nobody right um but he had and, the midichlorians and that's oh that's the thing too i was <laughs> right? gonna i was gonna i was gonna speak to that is that like yeah if they had a device that could measure midichlorians then then that in of itself knowing that they have a system that can measure it amongst different people <laughs> kind of says that anyone can be a jedi if they have this midichlorian count mm-hmm. right yeah that they wouldn't have to hone in on specific 
family lineage right, or like a bloodline. Yeah, I mean, and you just look at the yeah. variety of Jedi that are in. Is it Clone Wars? Yeah, and they're not all Skywalkers, or they're oh, not, sure. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if Ryan Johnson is, Johnson is saying that, like, if Chewbacca tried really hard and practiced really, really hard, he could become a Jedi. <laughs> maybe that's a different story. I don't know if that's completely shitting on <laughs> the idea of the uh, of how you can take the journey of becoming a Jedi. Right. Right. Yeah. I think these are good questions, you know. How how does one become strong with the Force, you know? Is it training? Is it in the bloodline? What is it, you know? Um, I hope there are going to be some some answers, answers to these questions because with Rey, she kind of is a mystery, right? Because apparently she's not a Skywalker, and she didn't even train that hard to become super powerful, right? Yeah. So how's she getting all that? This reminds me of that line from Ratatouille. What's that? <laughs> about how not everybody can cook, but anybody can become a great cook or something like mm. that, something to that effect. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just... Know, maybe it's just a, 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 a natural selection kind of thing. <laughs> you either got it or you don't, you know? Like people, people that have a high IQ is like... I mean, you could try your best to get there. Yeah. But some people that are just naturally gifted at it will always be better at it. How does one up their midichlorian count? That's what <laughs> I want to know. Where, where do I get this serum? Where, where do I get the super Jedi serum? Is midichlorian still, that's still in canon, right? That's still in there? I mean, it has to be, right? Sadly. It's just as in there as Jar Jar, so. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you got to live with it. That's the other thing. So with, with episode eight, as you know as many haters th- as there are out there it's part of the story now right it is canon uh, and uh, we're all gonna have to live with it oh and that kind of brings me to another question do you think with episode nine is jj abrams going to revert a lot of the stuff that ryan johnson did like how do you think he's going to handle that topic you know, he the name of the movie is Rise of Skywalker, so it, it implies this sort of course correction, return to form. But what what do you think is going to happen? Do you think he's going to go back to the Episode Seven style of things, or is he going to incorporate I Episode mean, I Eight? Know. I think? mean, the title itself implies that Skywalker's name is going to live and continue somehow. Yeah, yeah. And I mean. I mean, it's either going to be Kylo Ren or uh, or uh, or Ray. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I mean, Kylo Ren is he's he's a he's a Skywalker. He is. Even yeah. though his last name's Solo, he's he's a Skywalker. He is absolutely. And so, I mean, that's I mean, that's pretty clear. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Do you think that means perhaps Kylo Ren will be? the central figure at the end of the day. I think he's going to have some sort of redemption. I mean, I feel like his character has been so, I don't want to say despicable, but like there's, there hasn't really been like, I mean, there, there's still, there still has more to be revealed about Kylo Ren. Yeah. And I feel like his character can move up from this point. I mean, I don't know if they're going to beat him down anymore or make him more of a villain. 
Yeah. Uh, but then they also throw us off with Ray like flipping that double sided like switchblade red lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But I, I it, it does I do get a feeling from the trailers that like everyone's finally coming together because I feel like everyone's been you know, in their own separate storyline. Um, and that scene in the last trailer where you have, you know, Ray, Finn, um, uh, Chewie, and mm-hmm. what's his name? What's the other guy's name? Um, oh, Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron, yeah. They're yeah. all in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. So yeah. they're all, you know, the band's coming back together. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we shall see. And, well, here's the thing, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Han Solo that dies in The Force Awakens. We have uh, who? Who's the other death? In uh, we have Luke Skywalker that dies in Luke Skywalker. Uh, yeah, The Last Huge. Jedi. I don't know. Is Chewie up on there? Is he on that <laughs> list? <laughs> I mean, logically thinking, you would think Princess Leia. Princess is Leia, next, right? Yeah, but yeah. I don't see that happening. You know, um, I would guess that this movie is going to be pretty uplifting. You know, it's the end of the trilogy. And you, you you look at past, you know, end of trilogies, like Return of the Jedi. It was, like, all positive, big celebration at the end. Yeah. Oh, are we going to see Ewoks? We haven't seen Ewoks since Ooh, Return of the Jedi. That'd be pretty fun. That would be. Yeah. yeah Blinking yeah. and all. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out soon. But, um... Oh, so, yeah, just going back to, like, expectations on what J.J. Abrams is going to do with this, right? Yeah, I don't don't see him completely just, like, erasing all the efforts of Episode 8. You know, like we've been saying, the name of the movie already implies there will be a resurgence in the Skywalker family. So I think it's a given there will be something of a return to form. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think he's going to outright just be like, oh, guess what? That last episode was just all bullshit. <laughs> you know, actually, Ray is a Skywalker. You know, joke's on you. I, I don't see it being, like, that explicit. I mean, I think he's going to be, like, diplomatic about it. He'll he'll use and retain what was done in the last episode but he'll, he'll move forward with it, you know, gracefully. You know, I, I think about what he did with the Star Trek movies he directed. He, he did really well with those movies in balancing, like, the old school fans and bringing in a new audience and um, giving nods to the hardcore Trekkers and um, bringing something to the table for, like, casual or non-fans, right? So yeah. he's, he's good with that. Like, he's good at making a lot of people happy with the final product. And um, I, I see that happening with this movie. So you think he's going to deliver a satisfying ending, like a book-ending trilogy movie? I think so. You know, good or bad, I think that's what's going to happen. You know, like... Um, I feel like my my final take on Avengers Endgame might be similar with this. Like Endgame to me was was great, uh, but it wasn't like it didn't take huge risks. You know, it, it just sort of it, it tried really hard to make everyone happy, and it, it did well in that. 
Um, but it wasn't exactly like an edgy movie. And I feel like we might be in store for that kind of feeling with episode nine here, you know, a crowd pleaser. Is that um, what you want to see? I don't know, man, because I feel like episode seven was a crowd pleaser. Yeah. Like he went to nostalgia. He went for um, all these uh, uh, fan service moments. And that, I mean, J.J. Abrams, Abrams is great at that. So I see him doing the same here. Like all the the twists and turns of episode eight and, and the quote unquote sacrilege that Ryan Johnson brought, like he's going to, He's going to sidestep all that. You know, he's going to play it safe. Uh, so will I like that? You know, I think I'll like it, but I won't love it. I kind of feel like that's going to be my takeaway. Did you go into The Last Jedi with the expectation of this is going to be the Empire Strikes Back of J.J. Abrams' series? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't feel that way. I, I, You know what? I didn't really know what to expect. This is a new director and... Um, yeah, episode seven was such a clone of episode four that I thought, well, they're not going to do that again. And I just really didn't have any idea what he was going to do. And as it turned out, uh, there was a lot of unexpected stuff in there. And that's really why I liked it a lot. I was not expecting a lot of stuff in that movie. I, I think we're going to see a lot of uh, Force Ghost Luke. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think so, too. I think so. Yeah. And that... That'll be cool to see because, you know, he he communicated with Force Ghost Obi Wan. Yeah, a lot. Although the tone is going to be interesting because most of the time that Luke Skywalker Luke Skywalker was on screen, he was just kind of this whacked out, like human version of Yoda. That he was just you know this crazy recluse that has not interacted with another person in in like years yeah and then suddenly he's gonna become the wise sage that's gonna be over ray's shoulder that's gonna be uh quite the 180 i think (laughs) yeah yeah i wonder you know i'd be kind of disappointed if he became this wise old master type because (laughs) his character was not that in episode eight right can you imagine if He's just over Ray's shoulder, just cracking jokes and like making fun of her. That, that would, would be, be pretty <laughs> awesome. See, that would be great. But I, I don't think J.J. Abrams would do that. Like I said, he's a crowd pleaser. A lot of people are like, you know, Luke Skywalker isn't some cranky old man, you know? He's a hero. And I think they want to see him in a more positive light, right? Mm. So, yeah, we'll see. Was, was there a lot of uh, fan reaction to that about Luke being like so, so whacked out? Now, like in this age of the internet, when we say a lot, I don't think it really was a lot, but it just feels like a lot. What do they call it? The vocal minority? The vocal minority, okay. right? right? The trolls, right? The trolls uh, the are trolls, trolling. Yeah. And, you know, sadly, people are listening, you know? Um, but yeah, the vocal minority voiced their displeasure at, you know, the Skywalker legacy being shit on. They didn't like the fact that Luke Skywalker was a cranky old man. They didn't like how Yoda was just like, wasn't he burning the sacred scrolls or something at some point? Like, I can't remember. Just, I just, just tarnishing everything, you know? For me, it was more like logistic issues that stuck out. Like the whole thing when they were running the, the, the ship that Poe Dameron was on, they were running from um, 
who's that kid from Harry Potter? Uh, mm-hmm. That <laughs> that ship and oh yeah, they, it seemed like they had nowhere to go, and suddenly this planet just shows up, like things like that. <laughs> and then like when they were gonna blast the doors of that 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 hidden base, mm-hmm. which the Empire had no problem finding, considering it was also a hidden base that had huge doors that you could. <laughs> see from the heavens uh, like yeah. little things like that and then like right. you know they were stuck in like this cavern and lo and behold the millennium falcon was able to find its way in there somehow like that stuff like that that's what stuck out to me which and then the whole casino thing and yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's not so much the i guess the consistency of like what jedi are supposed to be and like what expectation of what luke skywalker like i had no problem with that stuff mm, yeah but like, yeah, just the convenience of how everything panned out was right. what was was what stuck out for me. You got to draw the line somewhere. You know, you can accept laser swords and electricity shooting out of a, a creepy old guy's <laughs> hands. But damn it, no plot holes, please. <laughs> right? <laughs> I just need to. S- yeah. Yep. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Yeah. Like you set up a world that we can accept. I can accept, you know. Uh, talking little bears and uh, creatures wielding weapons and stuff, but you know that's all fine. But it's just got to make sense logically, right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. You know. Um, okay. So now I think a good question is what's next. So this is the final chapter of this third trilogy. What do you think is next for Star Wars? You know, I mean, Star Wars is obviously not going anywhere. It will continue on. But I think specifically, what do you think is next for Star Wars movies? That's a big question. You know, with the Mandalorian success. Yeah. And I don't know if this has been considered when they were making uh, Rise of the Skywalker. Um but like what John Favreau is doing with the Mandalorian, I feel like there's so much more story to tell. Yeah. And it doesn't have to revolve around a Skywalker or a Vader or, or a Jedi for that matter. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think that's where we're going to see more Star Wars. It's obviously going to live in Star Wars land and Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they still got to sell lightsabers and blasters. I mean, it's yep. still going to be there. Yeah. Um, but I think I think John Favreau is opening up this this awesome new door to the world of Star Wars, uh, and that's the direction I'd like to see it go in. Um, not that I'm tired of like Jedi and Sith, but and I hate to say this, but like we've seen we've seen these stories. I feel like we've seen these stories been told already. Yeah. Oh man, I 100% agree. I think the future of Star Wars is on TV. You know, we're seeing it with The Mandalorian, absolutely. And um, I don't think outright there should be no more Star Wars movies. I think they should stop prequels. <laughs> yes. I mean, agreed. Han Solo had a lot of potential, but I feel like it fell a little flat. Yeah. The yeah. episodes one, two, and three obviously didn't meet didn't meet my expectations as much as I wanted it to and was delusioned by thinking it did. It, it, yeah. it really didn't. Yeah. But uh, I think they got to keep moving forward. <laughs> keep moving forward. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, make the next trilogy 10, 11, 12. 
you know, don't go, don't go negative, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, uh, and, and, you know, don't release one Star Wars movie a year, you know, space them out. I remember the sheer joy of a new Star Wars movie. It was such a, a big event. I don't know. I don't know if we can go back to that again, man. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Every three or four years, maybe not, but at, at the very least every other year, I think, you know, the day and age of instant gratification, I, I can't see them taking like a three year break from anything Star Wars. Yeah. Well, I mean, look with the movies. Okay. Maybe every other year and then to feed the beast TV shows, you know, that can fill the gap. And, uh, I think, I think what, Disney was trying to do was do the Marvel formula, right? Just like put a whole bunch of movies into theaters and make them interconnected and everything. But that's just not, it doesn't work for Star Wars because Star Wars has to be spaced out, you know? Um, (laughs) Pun intended. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Uh, But you know, like, I mean. I see what you're getting at though. Like there's, there's a, there's a level of excitement that's built in for these movies. And it's like, if you start pumping them out so quickly and it just becomes like this manufactured process, then that excitement starts to wane a lot. Yeah. It becomes less special each time. I mean, that's what's happening right now. Like I should be totally stoked to go see rise of Skywalker, but as it is, I'm just kind of like, okay, um, here we go again. I've been seeing one star Wars movie a year for the last several years. And here's just another one, right? Uh, it should be this, this gift to the world, right? Oh, here we go. Another one. Let's go. Let's get our lightsabers out, you know? Um, so I think that's how they should go. They should go with TV shows and then space out the movies. Um, it seems like that's what they're doing because they haven't announced anything in terms of movies, right? It's like radio silence. So I have a feeling that they're going to go this route where they're going to space out the movies. And I think that's the right way to go. Yeah. Yeah. My comment about prequels, um, you know, I, Rogue One was good. <laughs> I enjoyed Rogue One. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if there was anything good about these quote-unquote anthology movies, of which there are only two, Solo and Rogue One, um, at least we got Rogue One out of it, which is, yeah, a great fucking movie, man. Hell yeah. Um, so it's not all doom and gloom. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think back when, when I was a kid, Man, when when a new Star Wars movie came out, good lord, you know, I remember when Return of the Jedi came out and just the excitement level was just through the roof. And, uh, you know, let's make that happen again. (laughs) You know, like, you know, let the audience wait a little bit. Like, let it breathe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, man. Any last thoughts on Star Wars before we uh, wrap it up here? hope I get tickets <laughs> yeah I want to get tickets first before any spoilers are dropped that's that's right that's the that's mm-hmm. the, what I'm really trying to beat here <laughs> right I yeah you know I wonder if we're gonna be able to avoid spoilers because usually we're pretty good about seeing big event movies early right yeah like a Thursday night kind of situation doesn't look like that's happening for either of us this time no no uh so uh it's gonna take some effort to avoid spoilers are any of your friends watching it early like tomorrow or oh I know folks who are gonna see it tomorrow so I will be avoiding them like the plague (laughs) don't call me (laughs) don't even look at me (laughs) what do you mean Merry Christmas (laughs) 
All right. With that, we can wrap up the episode. This is Farewell from Henry and Rainier.